Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Our Notre Dame home game Saturday continues with WSBT Game Day. Live from Ivy Court Inn and Suites, here is your host, Evan Sharpley. Welcome to the Game Day Show. I'm your host, Evan Sharpley, on your home for Fighting Irish Football, 96.1 FM, 960 AM. WSBT, we're live from Ivy Court Inn and Suites, where it's a sunny 86 degrees out on the front porch. So if you'd like to stop by, grab some free barbecue, you can. I lied about the 86 degrees. It's feeling about... 20-ish, and that will probably decline as the evening goes on. So we would just like to welcome all of the Florida State fans and players to beautiful South Bend, where the number three ranked and 9-0 and Fighting Irish are taking on the four and five Florida State Seminoles and what should be a fantastic football game and hopefully another Irish win as they make their final push here in November and a spot in the college football playoffs where the new rankings dropped. Notre Dame is number three. Um, and we've got a great show lined up for you. My partner in, cr- in crime, Tim Growl, uh, went under the knife recently, and uh, we thought that the painkillers may affect his ability to be on the radio. So we are here right now braving the weather. We hope that you're getting ready and enjoying uh, the tailgating atmosphere. We have kickoff tonight around 7.30. It's senior day uh, for the Notre Dame seniors. And we're joined right now by Ronaldo Wynn. Ronaldo, how you doing? You warm? I, I think I'm warm. I think I'm warm. I, I, I got to take my hat off to you guys braving <laughs> the weather. You know, you could be on the inside, but you're out here, you know, in the elements, you know. So, you, you know, you're, you guys are winning. Because there's a, a Florida state representing radio station that's in the sun right now enjoying it. But right now, we're right outside on the porch enjoying a 20-degree weather. And you said you lied about the weather. You didn't lie about the free barbecue. Did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, no, I, I, no. Right. The barbecue is usually outside, but we okay. talked with Rob uh, from Fisher's Tips and Chips, and right? he's not. he said he's not <laughs> as tough as you and I are. Uh, I so, so he's inside right now. So right. if anybody is in the air, if you want to stop by, say hi uh, to Ronaldo, to our other guests while they're here. But also go inside Ivy Court, where it is a sunny 86 degrees. <laughs> well, maybe the, the thermostat might be set at about 72. Uh, but there is barbecue in there. We've got some rib tips. Right. Uh, we've got some barbecue chicken. Uh, we've got some brats. Um, should be a, awesome. a nice little meal once we get wrapped up. Like well, Ronald, uh, kind of bring us up to date. What's going on right now um, in, in your life? Bring us yeah. up to speed. And then we'll obviously talk a little Notre Dame football, too. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, I get an opportunity to pretty much live out a dream. Uh, I work for uh, uh, Joe Gibbs. I've been fortunate to, to, to uh, really be mentored by a lot of great leaders. Of course, Lou Holtz here at Notre Dame. But now uh, my career in uh, as the executive director for Game Plan for Life is our nonprofit organization that Joe Gibbs started uh, with a book called Game Plan for Life. And it really just talks to it talks to everybody, but really the men in terms of having a game plan for life and just really using football as an illustration in terms of those game plans that you got to have in place to, to live a, a successful life. And so uh, Coach Gibbs has done an awesome job. I'm just like a sponge, man. I get an opportunity to be around him and soak up all this wisdom, all this knowledge. You know, of course, he was a Hall of Famer, is a Hall of Fame for football, but will be in the Hall of Fame for 
for um, for NASCAR. Probably the only guy to be in two Hall of Fame. So we're also in the playoffs this this week. So our playoffs in NASCAR is coming up. Two races left. We got Phoenix this week. That's the legitimate 90 degrees up there <laughs> in Phoenix. But uh, Kyle Busch is our driver that's representing, and we need to get him locked into Homestead to be able to get another championship for us. We got four at Joe Gibbs Racing, and uh, again, Joe with Game Plan for Life? So I'm the executive director of Game Plan for Life. So that entails doing our outreach breakfast events with Coach Gibbs. Of course, we have other speakers. Tim Brown has been one of our guys. Daryl Strawberry was with us in Portland, Oregon. We do them all over the country, and it's free. So we talked about free, right? If it's free, it's for me, right? (laughs) And so it gives guys an opportunity to hear these guys' story uh, in different cities we go in, and we're really uh, having an opportunity to be backed by our race team. And then we have Game Plan for Life assemblies. We go all over the country. If you like for me to come and speak, we have speakers come to talk about giving kids a game plan for life, right? They need a game plan, too. And then we have a prison ministry called Game Plan for Lifers and also the guys that are coming back into society. So we want to be able to allow these guys an opportunity to really have success because we know the incarceration rate is going up. Recidivism is going up. And so 76% of guys are committing crimes going back in, but 96% are coming back in our communities. So why not give these guys a great game plan to be able to really... And we're back here live at Ivy Court and in Suites. I'm your host, Evan Sharpley, and you're home for Fighting Irish Football, 96.1 FM, 960 AM, WSBT. Got cut out there real quick. We're here with Ronaldo Wynn, previewing the Notre Dame football game, kickoff tonight, 7.30 AM. We were talking to Ronaldo about his recruiting story. Lou Holtz, his pitch yep. to you and the reason why uh, you ended up at Notre Dame. Well, well, the pitch pretty much was this to, to a lot of other guys, and it was, hey, if you want to come here, win. But not only just win on the field, but he was talking about winning off the field. And that pretty much meant you were going to definitely graduate. Uh, and when you graduated, when you, you know, made it out, Coach always said you make a life decision when you come to Notre Dame. And and it really was. And, and, and coming here, the stuff you learned here, you're able to apply it in the real world. You're able to make uh, friendships and relationships. That's what it teaches you uh, outside of just the football team. And so you become a well-rounded person, and you have an opportunity to, to win, not just in life. And so he basically said, hey, if you just want to just make it to the NFL and that's all you want to do, Notre Dame may not be for you. Because mm-hmm. you got to be a true student-athlete. There are a lot of schools out there that are not student athletes. They're just recruiting athletes only. We and don't so, play school. <laughs> exactly. So it takes a special guy yeah. to, and, and a special leader with leadership skills to be able to come here and be able to balance it all. And that pretty much was basically, it spoke loudly to me. Like, you okay. know what? The NFL, I know it stands for not for long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and so at an early age, I'm thinking like, out, I'm coming to Notre Dame to be able to allow me to, to, uh, to, to really – go past that. You know what I mean? Like you said, a life decision. Okay, I'm looking That's at it right now. I got the blue. We're good. So, uh, as far as far as Lou, we hear week in and week out, you know, different stories about coaches, whether it's Lou, whether it's Era. Is there a specific story that maybe has always resonated with you or something that you recall as one of your favorites <laughs> uh, that you're able to say? Yeah, I, I, can, I can talk about this. And Lou had a way and. It's good to see my buddy Bobby Brown joining us, man. Uh, but but Lou and Bobby will tell you, but he had a way of, of convincing you of certain things that maybe at the time you didn't think was a good thing. I mean, you think about Hunter the punter. He, he was a quarterback. Lou said, go punt. He hated Lou. He ended up being one of the greatest punters in the league. For me, it was coming back for an extra year. 
You know, I felt like, hey, I came in at this class. I wanted to graduate with my class, which I did. And I felt like, hey, I would forego my last year. I was already married here on campus. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and forego my fifth year and go into the NFL. Lou must have knew it was happening. He had me come in his office. I waited a long time, first of all. Maybe he was trying to, you know, have me kind of think about it. But when he came in, he started saying, hey, hey, Ronaldo, I want to tell you something. I had a kid, and I don't remember the guy's name, but he's talking in his past experiences of a guy that wanted to leave for his last year. And he said, I told that kid that I'm going to tell the coaches and the NFL scouts basically what I thought of the kid. And he said the kid never got drafted. He said he's doing something on Wall Street now, but he never played in the NFL, never got drafted. He said, you know what? Scouts are going to come tell me and ask me what they think about you. I'm going to tell them what I think about you. So you make your decision. I said, Coach, I'm coming back. <laughs> it ended up being my best, best decision, though. Well, we're talking with Ronaldo Wynn right now. We're joined by Bobby Brown. Bobby, you doing all right? I'm doing fabulous. Other you look, than, uh, you other look nice than this and weather. Warm. Hey, I'm a Floridian, <laughs> and I feel this way. So I think I like I like our prospects for Notre Dame today, this weather, how it will affect Florida State. Definitely good to see you, Evan. Good to see my man, as I call him, Big Big Ren. Now, Mr. Ronaldo Wynn. Oh, but no, I, 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 I love to hear the stories about Coach Hosey. Do you find yourself, Ronaldo, telling some of the same, I won't say there are stories, but relating some of the same messages to your own biological children that sure. Coach Hosey used to deliver oh, to us? Oh, yeah. I feel like sometimes, man, like maybe kind of like gleaming back to those Lou Holtz here, and I, and I feel like I'm Lou because, you know what, whenever we tell a Lou Holtz story, you start talking it, or you try to talk in his voice. And <laughs> yeah, you can't say it regularly. Go for it. Let me tell you your ass something. Let me tell you something, son. You're here at Notre Dame, and it's about what's important now. What's important? You want to win in life? What's important now? So I tell my I tell my daughter that. I'm like, hey, what's important? You know, you can't sit here and tell me, hey, I want to do this, that, and the other, but then you're doing everything else. You're on your phone. You know, you're not spending extra time. Prove it to me. If it's that important to you and you want to achieve success, then let me know if that's more important because then you're going to do those things that it takes. So, I mean, those are just the Louisms, I call them, yeah. man. Just the principles, man. Who, who would have ever thought that the biggest competitor to right. uh, getting things done would be a mobile device back in those <laughs> days? Right. All right here. Right, right. <laughs> you think Lou has a cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's got to be a flip. So, I got to share yeah. So, it's crazy Bobby said that because I agree. So, I had Lou come up. And, man, you know, Lou, man, he is so awesome, man, to come and, and, and do anything for any of his players. I never asked him. I never did to ask. And I said, Coach, I would love for you to come and be a speaker for our golf tournament. If his schedule works out, he said, I'm in. So I talked to his assistant and I say, well, do I need to give him the address and, and so he can put in his GPS? She's like, no, Lou doesn't use GPS. Just give him the address. <laughs> and, and, he gets there. and then just and, and, so, and, and so the next day, he, he did a phenomenal job. So he couldn't stay for our golf tournament. And he felt a little bad about that because he had to get back to Mrs. Holtz. He said, Ronaldo, what, hey, what can I do for you, son? I, I'm here for a little bit longer. Can I do something else? I can't play golf, but can I do something else? I said, well, coach, it'd be great for you to talk to our race team. We got 600 employees. They've been asking if Lou ever comes. And so it was like, man, a, the, the miracle moment for him to come and speak to our entire race team and kind of get these guys going. And so he said, hey, where's the shop at? Which it was probably about 10 miles down from where we were. I said, all right, coach, go ahead and put in your mobile. No, son. 
give me the damn address. I just, you know, just I'll find the address. If you give me directions, I'll get there. And I'll start giving them directions. Hey, when you come from your hotel, coach, get on 77, get off on exit 23, make a left. And it wasn't a repeat. One time, he said, all right, I see your ass in the morning. And he was there. I'm like, the dude didn't use a phone or nothing. He's just old school. And she says that Lou likes smoking his pipe still, being in the car, renting his car. He parked at the back of the doggone parking lot. He didn't even want valet to even park his car. He parked all and walked out. It, it was crazy. So it was awesome, man. He is. He one of a kind. We're 20, 25 years out from the 93 game. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, man, 25 years. You're telling our age over here. <laughs> hey, math can be an evil yeah, enemy sometimes. <laughs> Just simple math. Years. When I saw that doggone email from Reggie Brooks, and he said 25 years, I'm like, what? What have I been doing for 25 years? You thought years? you were on the wrong uh, list, sir. <laughs> He got the wrong list, sir, not me. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? I mean, what an uh, unbelievable uh, game. And, and as now, as you're getting ready to come back here, I'm starting to do all these kind of fact finders. Didn't know that college game day was the first time that they did a college game day was here in ESPN. And all this stuff, looking at the videos, yeah. man, I mean, and it brings back memories because sometimes such a historical event, you don't remember nothing. Right. Right. Because it's such an unbelievable event until I started looking at the video. I'm like, man, I didn't even know that happened. Okay, right. yeah, Wood knocked down, and then he blew out his knee. I, yeah. I forgot that Wood yeah. blew out his knee when somebody jumped on him. On that play. On that play, you yeah. know, so all these things are kind of coming back, and it's really just making it even more exciting, man, in terms of what we were able to accomplish during that time in 93, and, and now to be able to have an opportunity to see my buddies. That's what it's all about, yeah. coming back and seeing guys like Bobby, you know what I mean, Reggie and Greg Lane, who just came into the end, and Mark you know, Edwards, who's coming up. All these guys that are coming back for the game. That's what it's all about, man. What's it like being back on campus now? You've got a 9-0 I don't Irish recognize it, first of all. It looks totally different, doesn't it? What was, so, your, what was your favorite spot on campus? Oh, man. Man, the linebacker. Where is it? <laughs> right across the street, okay. right over here. Okay. All right. It's still there. It's okay, still there. it's still there. All right, it's still pumping. I mean, I, that would probably be one of my top spots. And then, you know, I, I like Wait, the, most, most people say, like, the Basilica, the Grotto. Oh, 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 you're talking about, like, Okay, that's not, that's not. <laughs> he, he's like, that's, that's that kind of program. That's what kind of show it is. But uh, you know what? I mean, really, I enjoyed you know being in our dorms. You know what I mean? The more you try to fight it and resist it, because you know you got so many of your buddies and Bobby knows being from Florida, they got athletic dorms and they live off campus. And you're like, I mean, that was like you trying to fight to live off campus. But I look back. And those are some of the greatest opportunities that I had to yeah. be able to get to know other guys. Of course, I'm always going to have a brotherhood bond with my teammates, but then I got an opportunity to be able to know so many of the student body. And, you know, I didn't realize that until I was playing in the league. And I would go to different cities, right, and uh, go and see this guy in this city. And guys over to other teams like, how you know all these guys all the city? I'm like, man, Notre Dame, man. Right. And, and most players don't get that opportunity. They don't know anybody but the guys that they played with. And so being able to have that opportunity, I, I mean, it was really my dorm. I was a zombie. You know what I mean? We're, we were pretty wild, you know what I mean? Yeah. To say the least. Uh, you know, but Lee Becton, uh, 
Cliff Stroud was my roommate. Uh, you know, you had Pete Bursage and our dorm with the players there. But, you know, there were other, so many other guys that I built bonds with. And, and for our listeners, a zombie means that he lived in Zom Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo Wynn is an amazing, well, was an amazing deep Islam. He probably looked like he still could be one. That would be one heck of a zombie to go up against. How about this year's Irish defensive line? What have you liked from this team so far? What have you seen? Man, they get after it, man. I mean, they put pressure on the on the uh, passer, man. I mean, great coverage, and that goes hand in hand. You know, the linebackers running sideline to sideline. Yeah. I mean, they are truly balanced, uh, and they got a great play card. They got a you know a great defense that they actually allow guys to be able to maximize the talents on the field. I mean, of course, Tillery, he's the big name guy, mm-hmm. but I mean, all those guys, man, down the list, man, it's yeah. just been exciting to watch these guys. Uh, like you said, on each level, and that's yeah. the mm-hmm. thing, Evan, is that they are so. I would call it balanced on yeah, defense. You right. normally hear balance in terms of, you know, the amount of times you run and, and the amount of times that you, you throw. But right. they have a balanced defense. Absolutely. It's pretty fun to watch. Absolutely. On each level, there's a superstar. Yeah, for sure. Well, Ronaldo, I know you were worried about the barbecue getting eaten. <laughs> but before, before we let you go, okay. just a couple of keys to the, to the game today and a prediction on the score. Well, we got Wynn Bush coming back in. I think this is a great opportunity for him. He's no stranger to it. He beat Michigan, of course the number four team in the country. Right. Uh, But don't turn the ball over on offense. You know, we got to have great ball security. You know, don't try to overplay, play within your means. We have an advantage, not just our fans, but the cold weather. So on the reverse side, defensively, be able to call some turnovers because they're not used to playing in this type of weather. So I I think that's going to be – and put some pressure on the the quarterback. Just a a bonus question. Did you, in your tenure at Notre Dame, play in the green jerseys? I did. You did. It wasn't a good outcome. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's <laughs> just leave it at that. So we ain't going to go there. Same for me, too. Exactly, right? Same for me. Well, right. Ronaldo, thanks for taking some time. Thank you, uh, go grab some barbecue. I will, man. Have fun tailgating. Hopefully see, when I, we see hey, an Irish win tonight. It, my boy Bobby Brown. Good to see house. you, my brother. Thank, Thank you, you for your time. I'll see you yeah, on the field, my Definitely. Brother. We'll see right. you on the field. Great to have Ronaldo win here, Evan. To hear him tell the stories about Lou Holtz, man, are priceless. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, this is WSBT's Game Day live from Ivy Corden and Suites. We'll be right back. Bobby Brown and I on Michigan's Michigan Sports Leader, WSB. Play action fake. Flip coming to the near side, Gerald. 35, 30, 25, sideline. 15, 10, 5, touchdown. On a flanker reverse to Adrian Gerald. Oh, that first half. This is the Game Day Show. I'm your host, Evan Sharpley, on your home for Fighting Irish Football, 96.1 FM, 960 AM, WSBT. The Game Day Show is brought to you by HotspotWiFiPods.com. We just got done talking with Ronaldo Wynn. I'm joined here by Bobby Brown on this sunny and very, very hot. <laughs> the absence of heat that's is you, relevant today. Hey, that's how you know you from up here, man. <laughs> Son, I, didn't, I, I hadn't noticed. Nice. Not, too, not too bad. We're, uh, we're going to continue rocking and rolling as we get prepped for tonight's 7.30 kickoff between the number three ranked and 9-0 and Fighting Irish and the 4-5 and five Florida State Seminole. Uh, Seminoles, Bobby, you doing all right? I'm doing great. How are your feet feeling? Are they cold yet? Yeah, I, I, I layered up. 
on the toes. You look so, pretty good. So when I came in as a Floridian, some things I didn't know. But I, there's some things I know now <laughs> with this cold. And, I'm, again, I'm relying on that. These Florida kids, and not, they ain't gonna, no. these young men going to come in here just completely taken aback by that hawk. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't know the solutions yet. So, so the first quarter is going to be a little bit of a wake-up call oh, for your uh, I tell you what, the first spot, the first person that takes a big hit and, and hasn't taken that big hit yet, and when he hit the ground and he realizes it's not gonna move, he, he, he might somebody might call nine one one. They might opt out. I'm how going, many I'm space? How many space heaters do you sideline. think Florida State brought in for this game? Not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> I mean, they, they just it, look. It's one of those things that you you can't simulate this. You got to practice in it. You got to be a part of it. And I hated it when I was here at Notre Dame until we got into a game situation. And I realized, oh wait, I'm ready for this. And, and and so unfortunately, uh, down in Tallahassee, <laughs> they got a lot of things, but they ain't got no weather like this. They didn't they put the they prepare. didn't put the AC on in the indoor. It, even it, none of that will, will prepare you. Because <laughs> here's what I, I heard on the Brian Kelly radio show um, this past Thursday: the new indoor that you can see right over here, yep. it's going to be temperature controlled, so they're going to be able to simulate high humidity games as early as next year. So if they're playing, uh, if they're playing, say if they're playing in Florida. Yeah, they could uh, simulate eighty-eight with high humidity. I wish our our listeners could see my my face of disgust <laughs> to see how these young men are just spoiled these days. What? And I and I think the young men would call it hating. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm hating, and uh, but that's what college football is now. They have a solution for everything, uh, and, and and they're expecting and recruiting, so they got to do it. Notre Dame had they have zero zero gravity chambers now for the guys to recover in. What you do you said, think about that? You said zero gravity what? <laughs> Chambers. Let's write that down. <laughs> Let me Google it and get back to you. Well, I mean, See, I'm old school football. We just went out there and hit. Show I don't know about no play. gravity chamber, none of that, no gas tower, none, none of that. Let's go play football. That's all I know, man. Well, Bobby, how about you introduce our next guest? Our next guest, and, and you did me such honor to, in order to be able to introduce our next guest. Our next guest is none other than, and I'm few nicknames here just because I'm from Broward County. Y'all need to understand that this gentleman was the star of Broward County coming up to Notre Dame. We all were watching the games and seeing uh, how he did in his career and he made us oh so proud as a, as a Broward County for a lot of the native. Our next guest graduated from Ely High School, Pompano Ely High School, and he led, we talked about this 25-year reunion, he led that team under center. He was the quarterback. Mr. Kevin McDougal. How you doing, Kevin? Man, good, good. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Kevin, appreciate thanks it. for being on the all show. Right, appreciate it. Right. I'm going to refer to him as home team. Listeners, y'all don't get all upset. <laughs> y'all just just pull up a seat and pay attention to what goes on. Now, you got some Floridians talking here. So, so home team. Yes, now, yes. now, let's just tell the people because you had to deal with the cold, too. Yes, let's just yes. talk about your the first time you really got that first snow and how you adjusted between your first year and graduation. Well, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> when I got the first snow, the first thing I wanted to do was call my mom. <laughs> Look, this ain't like home. <laughs> Send everything you can. We right? need reinforcements. <laughs> Because it don't look like it's going away no time soon. <laughs> so I need help, please. Yeah, yeah, and, and so when I wake up this morning, I'm thinking, wait a minute, it's, it's young men who've never seen snow before, <laughs> yeah. who woke up today, and, and they have on their schedule 
play football. Yeah. <laughs> 80% of their roster are guys that are from southern states. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, and, and like Kevin said, you know, you want to call mama a reinforcement. <laughs> hey, that send money fast. <laughs> send money fast. I need help. Please. But I, I guess beyond just the cold, uh, the circumstances – in this game, obviously, we're going to have Brandon Wimbush back on the center. I'd love to get your take on someone who uh, had his time as a starter mm-hmm. and earned that time because you you, you had uh, not only been a backup, but someone who was always into the playbook. Right. Uh, mentally, what, what would you say, how would you describe what Brandon Wimbush is going through this morning and how can he be prepared for what's going to happen? Well, to start out, I, I, I'm going to tell you about a story about me first while I can speak on this. Please do. Um, Please. I told everybody to pull up a seat. Y'all yeah, pull yeah, up yeah, the yeah, seat yeah. now. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> to give you some inside information. Go ahead. Um, first of all, when I started that year, once we got to Florida State, of course, you know, we're undefeated. I have a lot of single-season records, and um, Coach Holtz calls me in the office. So I go in the office, and I'm like, um, you know, what's going on, Coach? Uh-huh. And he's like, you know, I don't think I'm going to start you this week. Uh-oh. Uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, if we had a producer right here, this is where you're, the music stops. <laughs> Y'all pull up a seat a little closer. Yeah, so he yeah. tells you you don't think you're going to start this week. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and please, keep continue to share it, what happened there. You know, so at the time, I'm just crushed. Like, say what? what? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, nah. You know, Ron Paulus is back. He's ready to go. And uh, we're going to start him this week. So at that point right then, I was done. I was like, there's no way you can be doing this. Right. He's like, yeah. So I go out, and I normally get taped in the tape room. This day, I didn't get taped or anything. Right, right. I just go out to the field. I'm sitting down and just looking like, man, he can't be doing this. And um, next thing I know, everybody's like, Kevin, K-Mac, come on, come on. What's going on? Ron Paulus broke his shoulder again. <laughs> Just throwing the football, he actually fractured his shoulder again, I guess, or yeah. whatever happened. And right then, I go from starting to not starting to back starting. <laughs> so you you can imagine how my mindset right, was. Right, right. Well, um, well, yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, you, you just, you know, you're taken back by that, but... Once again, you've got to get yourself back in order. I prepared all week for it anyway. And it's something that I would tell him. You've got to prepare all week just like you're the starter. No matter what position you're in because you never know when things could change. Um, You can go down at any time and always prepare like the starter. And that's what I would tell him. And always, uh, Coach Holtz had this saying. Things aren't always as good as it seems. Things aren't always as bad as it seems. Somewhere in between reality falls. Yeah. And that is you can never be too too up, never too down, and just stay right in the middle so you can be able to handle any situation that comes. Absolutely. Having seen uh, Brandon Wilbush go through something similar, played out over and over by broadcasters. Right. That's just what media does, and, right. and I'm a part of it now, so I'm guilty too. Uh, but how do you think he's handled this from – 
beginning to end and where we are now because we've got some other examples Clemson being one that comes to right. mind where the quarterback did not react right like right. Brandon Inbush what how would you grade him in terms of his reaction to all of this I mean I think he's handled it great uh, just like I would have you, you just keep your mouth closed keep your head down and keep going and uh, obviously he's got his chance again and he just needs to go out and stay true to himself don't go out and try to prove yourself and do things that is not in you. Right. You've got to stay and be yourself and continue to play how you used to play. And just remember, everything will be fine. When you play to your best abilities, you can do no more. Right. You're going to be fine. I want to go into that moment, if you will, because what we notice a lot of times with backup quarterbacks is that an offense coordinator or a head coach will, will pull back a little bit. They'll start to shorten the playbook uh -huh. and it won't show them as much trust as the starter right, right. Um, for you you had to get beyond that and, and, and earn the trust of Coach Holtz and, right, and your offense right. coordinator can you talk about that about having full access to the playbook and, and how it feels to finally build that trust right. I'm assuming that's what Brandon Wimbush will have to do today is regain right. their trust right. well I, I just think it's something like I said stay true to yourself every play they call maximize the play and I think the coaches will begin to trust and, and see that, man, this guy, you know, he doesn't turn the ball. And that's one thing. Protect the ball. Right. That is the key to winning. Yeah. If you turn the ball over, you won't win. Right. Just keep the ball. Do what you can. Don't put your defense in a bad position and you'll be fine because our defense is great. Now, you, you were the meaning of dual threat but right. in a sense that you knew when to run right right but you right. You, you took command and you mastered right. that offense right um could you at this point because i'm gonna be moving a lot slower throw me a 15-yard comeback on time <laughs> and we get the first day my arm may fall off, <laughs> but I'll get it there, and that'll be it. I think I'll give you I one think good that was my, that was my dream. Y'all don't understand. I, that good. was my dream as a Brown County native to be able to catch a pass from Kevin McDougal. Yeah. Do you think we can make this happen during the commercial break? We might be able to. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. How long is the commercial break? It's going to take me a while. We got three minutes. It's going to take me a while, a while to run that 15-yard route. Just make sure the paramedics are here. <laughs> make sure the paramedics are here. I'll tell you what. Entire Brown County was uh, surveilling the situation with uh, personnel decisions at Notre Dame. And I'll be honest with you, that at, a, at a point, Notre Dame was considered taboo. You couldn't come to Broward County right. because we believed that much in who Kevin was, not only as a player, but as a human being. And as we heard the rumors of the possibility of a switch, right. it was an unwritten rule, but Notre Dame saved itself by making the right decision because I think they would have lost on a lot of opportunities. Myself and, and Autry Denson, we've talked about this right, a lot right. because you meant that much. And so uh, hats off to you, man, how you Appreciate carried yourself it. on the field, Appreciate off the field. I, I now can go tell my kids that I interviewed Kevin McDougal. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, talk to us a little bit more about that, 93. You talked about what led up to it. Anything that stands out from that Saturday? Well, I, just the atmosphere. Um, like I tell people, it, it, people came in like on Tuesday instead of Friday. <laughs> right. Um, Coach Holtz had a different, uh, you know, feel about him. It was more intense. Um, our defense was ready. Boy, we had a trouble. And that's why I felt that week was so 
easy yeah. because I I felt I had the best defense in the nation. Right. And to go against them all week, every week was it made the games that much easier. But just to see the 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 fans out, um, of course it was the first day of college game day. Right. Um, you know, doing interviews with all the big timers, Bob Costas and guys. It was it was a different atmosphere. Right. So you could definitely see um, the difference in the atmosphere that day. They tell a lot of these young men, you have to stay focused one game at a time. And I'm like, look, you're talking 18, 19, 20, distractions are going to occur. Right, right. Let's talk about how to... We got Ronaldo Wynn talking about his favorite place on campus was the linebacker. The linebacker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think he meant the linebackers behind him. That's oh. what he meant. He, <laughs> right, thought, right. he thought you meant favorite people on campus. He, did, he didn't hear you right. It was the win. <laughs> Can you describe best ways to deal with all those distractions? Like you said, people came in on Tuesday versus right. Friday for that game, and that was all the hype. They say game of the century and lived up to it. Can you talk about how, how to handle those distractions? Because it won't be just for this game. Right. If the Irish are going to uh, do the unthinkable and yeah. go to the college playoffs, they're going to have to do that each week now. Right, right. Uh, stay in your room. That's yeah. the best way. <laughs> do not come out. Don't listen to the hype. Stay true to yourself and just play how you play. Yeah. Just don't worry about it. Um, you know, it's going to, like you said, it's going to be distractions. Uh, you're going to get that all the time, especially when you start moving into that you know, 10 and 0, 11 and 0, and getting ready for the playoffs. Um, the distractions are gonna come. You're gonna have people that don't want you there. Right. Of course, they're. I want to say they're hating. Right. Day. <laughs> um, but look, that's gonna happen. But you, you, you just gotta stay out of the. Coach Holtz always told us, stay, stay out of the press. Right. Stay out of the press. Don't read your own press clipping. If you had to describe the identity of that 93 team in, in, a, in a sentence or less, because I talked to a gentleman like a gentleman like uh, uh, Ray Zellers, as I call yeah. Big Zod, and yeah. he said, man, we took it personal that, you know, after these great running backs left, you, you, you know, Jerome wasn't there anymore. Right. Reggie Brooks wasn't there right. anymore. Right. And people were saying, who's going to step up? So right. he was like, we, we took it personal and talking right. about himself and, and our man Lee Beckton. Right. Could you tell us about the identity of that 93 team? Yeah, I, I mean, it was, it was, we didn't make a lot of mistakes. And um, I think we, the turnovers, I probably threw two or three interceptions the entire year. Um, it was just, look, don't make mistakes. Uh, our defense is going to take care of you. And, you know, just play, just just do what I tell you to do. Right. If you if you put yourself in the right place and do like we practiced all week, the games will be easy. Yeah. And our identity was don't make mistakes. Yeah. Don't okay. make mistakes. This obviously is a little bit of a different Florida State team than the 93 team. Uh, they're coming in at four, four and five kind of up and down. What does Notre Dame need to do today? keys to the game um and then if you could just maybe a score prediction too yeah well reggie already did that i, <laughs> I, I, I like that score prediction <laughs> um you know I, I, I florida state look they've got athletes so yeah. just because they don't have a great record you've got to watch out for them uh, hopefully this cold will <laughs> bring them a little trouble but um you have to always prepare and be ready for guys, teams like that because they're athletes and they're learning as the year goes on oh, also. Absolutely. So they will get better also. 
So if yep. you go out there and you don't take care of business and don't shut them out early and let them linger around, you could you it could pose some problems for you. Wise man once said the two uh, most dangerous groups of people are the group of people that have everything to lose and a group of people that have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. And in this game, I think we got both. (laughs) (laughs) You got Notre Dame, you got everything to lose. Yeah. But Florida State, with the athletes, as you mentioned, Kevin, and pride. Pride. They're a proud team. It's a proud tradition with Florida State football. They got nothing to lose. And you got to understand, we're undefeated. You know, they see those press clippings, too, about how we're going to take care of business and we may be looking forward to the next game yep. because they aren't, and that's what traps you. Look, they, the line, not that I look at the line, but the line, <laughs> I heard, the line started, they were a 21-point underdog, and yeah. I think even a kickoff is, is down to, what, 17? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that that says something about who Vegas yeah. thinks yeah. Florida State yeah. is. But it also, this morning, when they wake up and read those kind of stories, you got to look in the mirror and say, who are we? And so uh, I hope hope Notre Dame is prepared to take Florida State's absolute best shot because that's what they're going to get. Right. Kevin, hey, we appreciate you taking some time. If you haven't already, make sure you head inside and grab some Fisher's Tips and Chips Barbecue. We'd always love to have you on. So even if it's a road game and you want to call in for our show, we appreciate your time. Anytime. Thank you very much. This is your home for Notre Dame football, 96.1 WSBT. This is the game day show. We'll be right back. to the game day show. I'm your host, Evan Sharpley, on your home for Fighting Irish Football, 96.1 FM, 9.60 AM, WSBT. We're live from Ivy Corden and Suites. If you're in the area, stop by. We've got some free Fisher's Tips and Chips barbecue. Talked with Ronaldo Wynn. We just talked with Kevin McDougal. I'm joined here by Bobby Brown. Bobby, we're going we're gonna to play a quick game. Um, just a couple of rapid-fire questions on your time here at Notre Dame. How's that sound? Oh, that, that sounds, sounds good. good. Yeah, here we, we go. Asked, well, we asked Ronaldo already his favorite spot on campus. Yes. How about you? Uh... My favorite spot on campus is the North Dining Hall, where my, where I met my wife. Well, I was going to ask North or South Dining Hall, but I guess we can skip that question. Yes, I know. All right. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> well, well, well. I would I would choose South Dining Hall <laughs> to eat. Okay, all right. But North Dining Hall for memories. I met my wife. There. Top football memory for you. Top football memory had to be making sure the coach Holtz left uh, Notre Dame Stadium in his last uh, game as a head coach as a victor, winning for him meant a lot to all of us. Um, how about most unique football atmosphere outside of Notre Dame Stadium? Ooh, it's toss-up between Ohio State and uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. I got to go with the horseshoe. You couldn't even talk to one of your teammates <laughs> standing next to you. It was that loud when the uh, momentum shifted in that game. I got to go with the horseshoe, Ohio State. Uh, there are a lot of pregame traditions, whether it's kind of the player walk, um, along those lines. What was your favorite pregame tradition? Favorite pregame, pre-game tradition was just busting chops with each other. Uh, in the class of 2000, we used to call it the Battle of Bendix, which meant on Bendix Avenue, you got the uh, shuttle taking you to the airport, and we're just, just literally cracking jokes against one another. And if you walked in there with the wrong thing on, <laughs> may God help you. That's my favorite pregame memory is that, you know, just being loose and, and carefree and with the guys. Uh, I don't miss hitting the ground. The ground is undefeated. Every time you get tackled, the ground wins. I miss the camaraderie yeah. with my teammates. Uh, best athlete you played with? Oh, 
Oh, that's pressure. Best athlete I play with, I got to go with Lamont Bryant. He's my roommate. He was about 6'5", 6'6", 265, 270 pounds, all chisel, all muscle. Got uh, thrown from a car and walked away from it. Uh, could 360 dunk, could do everything imaginable uh, in terms of athleticism. From Georgetown, South Carolina, I'm going with Lamont Bryant. Last one, best athlete you played against? Uh, I hate to admit this, but I got to say Charles Woodson. I got the best of him that day. Uh, in an article, he claimed that no one did that year. I got the best of him that day. Uh, but I remember looking over and seeing a number two thinking, somebody must be wearing his jersey. That's not him. I didn't know he was that big. Uh, and he talked trash the entire game. Quite the competitor, quite the career, both collegially and professionally. I got to go with Charles Woodson. Bobby, we're going to do this. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, just get your thoughts on this year's Irish football team and a score prediction. You're listening to your home for Fighting Irish Football, 96.1 FM, 960 AM, WSBT. May I have your attention, please? This is Tim McCarthy for the Indiana State Police. You are listening to WSBT, your radio home for Notre Dame football. Welcome back to the Game Day Show. I'm your host, Evan Sharpley, on your home for Fighting Irish Football, 96 1 FM, 960 AM, WSBT. We are live from Ivy Court Inn and Suites. It is a brisk 20 ish degrees out currently. Uh, the Fighting Irish, your 9 0 Fighting Irish, number three ranked team in the nation, are taking on the 4 and 5 Florida State Seminoles. Kickoff is just ever after 7 30. We talked with Ronaldo Wynn earlier. We talked with Kevin McDougal. I'm joined right now by Bobby Brown. Bobby, just I, I want to get your overall thoughts um, on this this Notre Dame football team this year. Obviously, uh, once Brian Kelly made a tough decision on going with Ian Book, the offense really took a step forward. Today, it looks like we may see Brandon Winbush back at the helm. Yep. Has a great record as a starting quarterback. What have you liked overall from this this football team? There's a lot to like, obviously, when you're nine and zero. Yeah, I, I like that it's next man up, and you hear about that so many times, but uh, it tends to get a lot of attention when you're talking about the quarterback position. And as you mentioned, Ian Book has come in and done a great job. Uh, I think that today, uh, Brandon Wimbush comes in and, and does a great job as well. It just uh, continues to affirm next man up and next next man up. Uh, we talked about the defense and having, you know, one certifiable star on each level of that defense, right? You got Jerry Tillery uh, uh, on the D-line. Uh, Coney is an absolute beast, a linebacker. And then, you know, take your pick in terms of the defensive backs, right? Julian Love gets the most attention, but it, it's just, it, they are very diversified, mm -hmm. the entire team. Offensively, you talk about the wide receiver core. It's just, it, it's just the mix of them, right? Miles Boykin, along with Chase Claypool, along with our man Chris Fink. It's a three-headed monster. It comes together and it works together. And I, and I think that is a, sort of a, an example of why this team is so special because not, not one big mega star, just a whole bunch of very good players that are playing tough. Coaches talk about, and you brought this up earlier, on not looking ahead. Let's look ahead real quick. Let's assume, <laughs> right. let's assume that right. Notre Dame takes care of business yeah. today. Uh -huh. um, they end up beating the Seminoles, which they are a 17-20-point favorite right now. Uh -huh. They're going to New York next week to play Syracuse, who is is looking like a pretty tough team. They're Trend, two right now. Trending up, and that's going to be a huge game. Probably, yes. probably should have or maybe have beaten Clemson early on in the season, but they're playing very well. And then to finish out on the West Coast against USC. How do you think these next two games shake up following tonight? I think today is it, with the 25-year anniversary of being senior night, being the green jerseys, being um, a situation where it 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 is Florida State. So let's let's avenge the last uh, uh, time that we went to uh, 
Tallahassee. I don't even want to mention that game. We were robbed. <laughs> you got these built-in motivations. Same thing next week with Syracuse. Uh, you, you, you know, you start looking at the aesthetics of things. And because Syracuse played Clemson so well as a Notre Dame team, that's got to be in the back of your mind, knowing that uh, this is personal. This has to be something. we got to check the box on this particular game because it's, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's an opponent, similar opponent that Clemson had. So I think those two are fine. It's the USC one that is the trap game for me. Again, it, that USC will have nothing to lose at that point. I think these two weeks, uh, both here at Florida State, next week in uh, New York, but playing Syracuse in New York City, those are going to take care of themselves. It's that, that, that USC game that worries me. And so hopefully Brian Kelly is positioning himself for that. Well, Bobby, th- thanks so much for taking some time today. Real quick before we go, you said you didn't look at the betting line. What's your score prediction for today, though? I'm going 24-10 Notre Dame. I think that the the climate is going to change the amount of scoring that we see. Awesome. Well, I want to thank all our guests for taking time out of their very busy uh, football Saturday to join us. A big thank you to Bobby Brown for helping out in Tim's absence. A shout-out to Vince here on site and Matt back in the studio. Our sincere gratitude to Jessica and the awesome Ivy Court staff for hosting another great season of game day shows. And how about three big cheers for Rob and the Fisher's Tips and Chips team for the delicious food. Yeah. Don't go anywhere as the Notre Dame Florida State coverage continues. Right after the news, it's Darren, Sean, and Eric with everything you need to know about today's matchup on Budweiser's Game Day Sports Beat. Immediately following them, it's the Notre Dame tailgate and pregame show. Then it's kickoff just after 7.30 p.m. with the broadcast team of Paul Burmeister, Ryan Harris, and Jack Nolan. And then after the game, Join Sean Styers and Reggie Brooks for the official post-game show. Please join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. as we get you ready for Notre Dame versus Syracuse right here on your home for Fighting Irish Football 96-1 WSBT. This is Evan Sharpley. Go Irish! Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 